A lot can happen in three years, like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage that lasts nearly three years in some states. Learn more at UH1.com. This is The Fray Podcast, brought to you by TheFray.com, a place for women who want more from life. This is what I want. This is what I need. Don't have to go. I can set you free. Are you gonna make a move? Are you gonna come and see? Whatever you wanna do, you know it's cool with me. Welcome to today's podcast episode and a very happy new year. Today's episode is a solo one, and I'm going to be chatting with you about what it means to really design, curate a life that you love, and to hit reset to take a moment and go, you know what, this is going to be my best life reset. So that sounds good in theory, right? Like who doesn't want to take a moment to go, oh, what's my best life and how can I live it? We all want to do that, but so many things get in our way. Given that it is the start of a very brand new year, and I know so many people just personally, so many people are ready to just close the chapter on the last year that was. You know, some people had a great year and others had a bit of a hairy one and they're ready to say goodbye to it. Either way, no matter how you feel about it, it's going, it's gone. We're in a new year. So things that get in the way of us taking a moment to figure out what our best life is, that's a very, very long list. It can include things like our childhood beliefs, the stories that we tell ourselves, our core wounds, all of that really, um, really personal stuff that we can't get away from that we do need to examine and to be purposeful with the belief systems that we're bringing forward with us. Otherwise, we end up making big life decisions from a really unhealed place. We end up living a life that maps towards the beliefs that we formed as children before our brains were even fully developed or before we had life experiences and understood the nuances of the situation that was going on around us. When we're very little, we take something as we see it through our very young, very immature eyes and immature brains, and we hold on to it and we create these beliefs. And then as adults, We end up living towards those beliefs to prove that those beliefs are correct unless we're willing to stop, look at the belief systems and begin to counter them and go, you know what, actually, that's not a belief that's serving me. How can I talk back to that belief? How can I look for the proof against that belief? Because I guarantee you, if you want to change your belief, if you want to move away from patterns that you are repeating that are a direct result from those core wounds, you can do it. You can build proof. You can build evidence. You can change. People change all the time. Sometimes we're changing uh, not on purpose without even realizing it. We just go through a life experience and we come out the other end changed. And then other times we can be really, really intentional about it. And so this podcast is your invitation to be intentional about your best life reset. It's giving yourself a moment to go, what are the things that are getting in my way? 
as I said, beliefs, they are a big one. It's not just something that you can go, oh, let me just pop that belief out of my way and I'll move on and change my life. That's a big thing. And often it means being very honest. It means being very uncomfortable. It often requires a bit of therapy and support. You can change those things. Other stuff that gets in the way include just the daily uh, rigmarole just going through the motions the stuff that you have to do each and every day that if it doesn't you know if you don't do it it might not get done it's all of the stuff that takes up our mental capacity so that at the end of the day our minds are still whirring away with the hundred things that we did the things we didn't do well the things we've got to do tomorrow the things we forgot um you know, everyone else's stresses in our house. We're worrying about our kids. Our partners are on our minds. Your parents could be on your mind. The economy, like there's so many things that at the end of the day, it's not very easy to actually access what it is that you want from your life because there's so much noise. The thing is though, we do get to choose the life that we have. We do get to be creative and design the life we have but it takes a bit of effort and more than effort. I think it takes a bit of space to actually figure out what it is that you want for this version of yourself. You're going to hear me say this version of yourself often. And that's not to say, oh, this is a new and improved version and it's not who you truly are or let's craft a new identity. Um, That's not what I mean when I say version. What I mean is that Inside each and every one of us exists multiple versions of us. We are the same flesh. We are the same bones that we have been our whole lives. But you're always evolving and you're always a different version of yourself. Whether that change comes about, as I mentioned, just through life experiences that you go through that you didn't plan on, that you go, oh, wow, that that changed me. Or whether it is through doing the work. It's sometimes just getting older. It's having more awareness, all of that stuff. We're always changing. If you think about who you were five years ago, 10 years ago, 15 years ago, you're the same flesh and bone, but you are a different version. We're always ending up different versions of ourselves. And a lot of the same stuff carries through with us. You know, we'll have the same laugh, the same smile. Um, You might have the same like a hobby from a really young age. There are parts of you that are going to continue to exist throughout every version of you, but there are different parts as well that are going to feel new. And it's an opportunity to actually go, huh, who am I today? And what is it that I want? Am I living out of habit or am I living out of desire? Do I feel a real sense of fulfillment Do I feel like I am on track and where I want to be? Or do I feel like I'm living my life to please other people or to track towards those beliefs that I've held since I was very young? So your best life reset is happening. We're going to be doing some bonus episodes over on our Venti members only area as well. So if this podcast episode piques your interest and you think, yeah, I want to go a bit deeper, make sure you do jump over and sign up to the Venti because then every Wednesday throughout the month of January, you are going to get a dedicated episode towards living your best life and taking that reset and actually figuring it out 
you know, figuring out who you are, what you want, what the next version of yourself is. And the next version of yourself, let's make that the highest version of yourself. I know that we all go through times in life when we feel like we are struggling. We go through times in life when it feels like we have cement boots on and we cannot move forward. Just know that that will not last forever and you can get to a place where you feel really good about the life you are living. Just hold on and keep making those steps forward when you can, even if they are difficult with those concrete boots on. The first thing that I want you to take on board from your best life reset is that you can't take any actions. You can't reach the next version of yourself. You can't do a habit makeover. You can't change your life. You can't reach that highest version unless you have clarity on who that highest version is, what it feels like to live there and operate from there, and what your best life actually looks like. Often we can find ourselves in a bit of a funk and think, you know what, I just don't feel good. I feel a bit off. Everything feels a bit hard, but you can't quite put your finger on it because it's uncomfortable to go a bit deeper and actually dig and find out what's going on below the surface. It's much more comfortable to go, oh, things feel a bit off, but I'm going to distract myself with social media. I'm going to distract myself by listening to 20 true crime podcast episodes. That is me. I'm pointing at myself there. It's easy to actually just fill the void or turn different noise up and drown out that discomfort. But that's going to keep you stuck. If you choose to do that, you will stay stuck. So it's about making the choice of getting clarity, which can be uncomfortable, but it's also exciting. If you choose to view it as exciting, it is. So how can you get clarity on what your best life looks like? You actually need to give yourself some white space, some time in your day, time in your week, when you can allow thoughts and feelings and desires to actually drop in. When I say drop in, I mean just come into your mind. I don't mean drop from the sky, but it's almost like that sometimes. If you're busy all the time, I believe that these ideas and thoughts and feelings will just float past you and you won't quite grab them or they'll seem foggy. If you give yourself some white space, you know, and that could look like going for a walk. It could look like meditating. It definitely looks like journaling. It can look like just sitting in silence or maybe it's while you're actually engaging in a flow state activity. So whatever a flow state activity is for you. Now, a flow state thing means that it requires a little bit of resistance, uh, yeah, a little bit of resistance and a bit of concentration, but not to the point where you feel fatigued by it. So a flow state could include yoga. It could include painting, drawing, just doodling. Um, There's all sorts of things that it might include. It could include playing music for you that you're familiar with so that you're not actually using your brain capacity to learn new notes or new music, but you're just in a comfortable rhythm where you can just repeat something over and over. Maybe it's cooking for you. How easy is it though, like when we're in a flow state to actually put on some noise? You know, you might find yourself in a flow state. So then you think, oh, whilst I'm doing this, I'll listen to a podcast. I'll turn the music up louder. I'll have TV on in the background. I'll talk to my kids. It's very easy to turn that noise up. 
But the white space that I want you to create is about turning that stuff down so you can actually have these thoughts, feelings, desires drop in and land in your heart and actually get some clarity about what it is that you want. I definitely encourage you to listen to our manifesting meditation as well. So you can pop that on. It will take you less than 10 minutes and just lie there and just be curious. See what comes up for you. If journaling feels right, I want you to sit down and write out, like just answer these prompts. My best life is. My version of a big life is. And just see what comes up for you. It's going to be so different for each and every individual. Some of you might go, my best life is pushing it to my limits. I want to see and feel and explore and go on adventures and know every corner of the world. And that's my best life. For others, your best life might be, you know what? I just don't want to give a shit anymore that the house isn't clean all the time. And that's okay. Whatever your best life looks like, whatever drops in for you, just write it down. And then I want you to go a step further. And this is for everyone, even if you're not a journaling fiend, which I totally understand for some people, journaling can, journaling, excuse me, can feel like a bridge too far. You can feel a bit silly sitting down writing, dear diary, did it. But journaling and free writing is such an incredible way that your thoughts and feelings can spill out of you and spill from you and then be in front of you and allow you to actually objectively look at the things that are coming out of you without judgment. But I would really encourage all of you, and if you don't want to journal, that's okay, but I want you to think about it. When I say to you, what does your best life look like? Or what is your version of your big life? Who are you in that life? It's very easy to go, oh, my best life looks like living at the beach. Or my best life looks like living in the city. My best life looks like reaching this goal at work, being in love, whatever it might be. But go a layer deeper and ask yourself, who am I in that best life? I want you to sit down and write the prompt, she is. And then I just want you to free write and fill a whole page. Who is this version or he, but who is this or they, but who is this version of yourself in that best life? So just let whatever comes to you come out to the page. Who are you in your best life? She is and just write it all out. Get it all out on paper. Every detail. What time does she wake up? What are the things she does? Where does she go? What are the clothes she wears? Does she journal? Does she meditate? Does she know what her big life and her best life is? Really just spew it all out. Once you've done that, whether you think about it for a couple of minutes or you do write down that full page, I want you to turn the page And I want you to start again. And this time, rather than she is, start with I am. Cool fact, a crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Also, you can get health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage for you. Learn more at UH1.com. 
I am abundant. I am clear. I am in control of my decisions. I am in touch with my beliefs, whatever it is for you. I'm just spitballing here. But I am. Who are you? Who is this next version of you? I'm going to wake up at this time. I am in a job I love. I am in a relationship I feel good about. I'm showing up in parenting in a way that feels good to my values. I am clear on my values. Once you've done that, we're going to move on to the next exercise. And this is one I really do want you to do pen to paper. So if you're listening to this while you're driving or you're walking, listen to it, get to the end. But I want you to circle back because things will drop in even while you're doing those activities. But I want you to come back to this episode when you have a pen in your hot little hand and I want you to do this exercise. So I want to ask you, what are the most important areas that align with your version of your best big life. So not the areas of life that you think should be important, the areas of life that are actually important to that best life. You know, because you might feel like, oh, for me to have my best life, it's really important that um, I make a certain amount of money. But that could just be conditioning and beliefs from childhood, because if you compare that to actually what your best life is, and you can flick back and have a look at your she is and your I am activities there, you might not have mentioned money once. So maybe that's not actually your important area in life. Now, of course, we all need to be cognizant of money and mindful, and I do want to go down the financial route and have some advisors on the podcast, but that's not today. That's just an example of trying to encourage you to actually get honest with what are the areas for your big life that are important. Don't go nuts here. Don't don't pick 10. Don't be like pie in the sky. These are the 10. These are the 20 areas. Be realistic because we all have limited time. Um, And I know that that sounds a little bit negative being like, be realistic in a best life podcast. But that's because I want you to actually achieve this best life for yourself. So I want you to write each area down. And then you can choose whether you do this in like a bar graph or you rate it out of 10 or you do it in like a pie chart with little dots from the center indicating where you sit. You know, and if you are going to do it in that way, what I mean is you could get a pen and paper, draw a circle in the middle, write me, and then you could put your different areas around that circle. So maybe it's health, relationship, parenting, career, friendships. We'll just go very generic there. And then you could do a line to all of those topics and just put one at the bottom of the line and 10 at the top of the line where you've written it. So it's kind of looking like a bit of a sun. And then I want you to rate each area of life of where you feel you are at the moment and how satisfied you are in each area of life right now. So one could mean absolutely no satisfaction, nothing is happening there, flatlining, and 10 could be this completely aligns with my very best life. And again, you can do this in a bar graph. So you might write your different areas down the bottom, then one to 10 on the side, um, a bar chart, excuse me, one to 10 on the side, and then you're just gonna track, rate each area and be very honest. You know, don't look at the entirety of the graph or the entirety of the chart just now. 
Focus on one area at a time and be honest with where you are now with your health. Is it a one out of 10? You're flatlining, you have no energy, you feel miserable, you don't feel good about yourself. Um, Or are you like, I'm actually killing it in my health area. I feel so good about that. Be honest with it and mark it. Then once you've done each area that's important to you, sit back and take a moment to really look at what's in front of you. Where are the imbalances? What's happening currently? If your 10 out of 10 is your best life, how far off are you in each of those areas? So it's a bit of an audit for you to just see where you're actually sitting right now which can be uncomfortable. But remember, if we get uncomfortable, that's actually a really good thing because it means we're not distracting ourselves and it means we have the intel and the knowledge in front of us and we can make those changes. We can course correct and our best life can be within our grasp. So just marinate, meditate, take a moment to have a little look at what's going on, you know, and just go, oh, okay, there you go. That would be important to my best life, but I'm actually sitting at a two or a three. Fuck, (laughs) I can just let it wash over you. It doesn't mean that that's your life sentence. We're going to change these things. You're going to get your best life reset. And this is part of it. This is the groundwork. Next, on a fresh piece of paper or just as you're going about your day, I want you to think about those areas of life. So again, generic health, friendships, relationships, parenting, career. Your areas of life could sound wildly different to that and that's okay. This is just for the example's sake. What I want you to do is take each of those topics and I want you to write about those topics. And if you don't want to write about them, just meditate, just lay down and really think about those topics. I do encourage you to write, even if it's something that feels a little unnatural to you, because I want you to add as much detail to those areas of life, almost like you're writing a blurb for the book on each of those topics. So say it's health, like health is such an like ambiguous terminology, really, because what health means to me can mean something entirely different to someone else. So I would sit down and write health. Okay, to me, health is like vitality. Health is having enough energy to keep up with the kids. Health is making sure I'm sleeping at night. Health is also allowing myself to have a couple of drinks and eat nice food. Health is whatever it is for you. For me, I connect health with vitality. And that's why I do find working out and mainly eating quite well, fairly easily fairly easy because health is a big one for me but health isn't like clean eating or being a vegan for me health is vitality what are the things that I can do in that area to feel really good and energized in life so each topic I want you to write a blurb about it you know what does a relationship mean to you what's your best life version of that You know, is it like my relationship, my best life version of a relationship is we support each other, we communicate, we laugh, we have fun, go as detailed as you want. You might start generic with the stuff that I just mentioned there, but go detailed. It might be like, you know, my best life relationship is every morning when we wake up, my partner pulls me toward them 
and gives me a kiss and says, I love you. Like, that's how I want to start every day. That's my best life version. You know, go detailed, as detailed as possible. Same with your parenting. Imagine that a stranger was going to pick up your book on your best life version, your definition. Really paint them a picture. Talk them through it. What does it look like for you? After you've done that for each area of life, I want you to list out some dot point actions that you can take to bring those areas of life that are perhaps sitting at your one, two, three, four, five up to a seven, eight, nine, ten. What are the things you can actually do? So again, you might go, look, my friendship area is kind of sitting at a three or a four. What are some things I could do to bridge that gap from the three to four to this beautiful blurb about friendship that I've just written? Let me read that blurb again. Okay, it says in here, I really want to have a girl's weekend away once every six months. Or I really want to have that friendship where I remember everything that's important to them. So what are the things I can do? So some actions could be like, well, I can actually book that trip in. You know, maybe you've got to fly interstate to see your friend. It's like, okay, well, I'm going to book that flight. I'm going to make that happen. I'm going to dedicate some resources towards making that happen because it's important to me to bring that area up to match my best big life version. Um, You know, maybe it's like your career area is sitting at like a two or a three and you're just not feeling fulfilled. Some of the actions that you could take could include having a meeting with your boss and saying, I'm not feeling fulfilled. Are there areas in this role that I can grow in? Um, Can you give me some constructive feedback? Maybe you've launched your own business, but you haven't actually put the energy into it that you know that you want to and that would be important for you. Okay, what do I need to do? Do I need to get a a better daily routine? Do I need to talk to my partner about how important this is if you have one? And how can we set my day up so that I'm actually meeting those needs for myself? Under each area, I want you to review the blurb that you've written and write down some dot point actions that you can take that are realistic. You know, because you might be like, oh, well, I could fly a jet to see my best friend and pick her up and take her to Vegas. Like, (laughs) that's probably not going to happen. But what's realistic for you? Can you choose a weekend that that can happen, that you can go down and visit them? Can you schedule weekly FaceTimes? Can you tell your girlfriend that you really want to know all of her special dates? Can she send you her special dates? You know, like if there's a date that her, she lost someone important to her, you want to know, you want to have that in your calendar so that you can support them. After you've written down your habits, I want you to start a fresh page again. And I want to ask you, your best life version, what are those daily habits that you know you need to engage in? If you cast your mind back to the she is and the I am journaling activity, what are the daily habits you need to do? Who is it when you wake up that you want to be this version, this highest version of yourself? List out a couple of daily habits that come to mind for you. So it could be things like going, you know what, the next version of myself, she doesn't really give a shit what's going on in other people's lives. 
in terms of comparing herself to other people. She wants to just focus on what's going on in her own four walls. So a habit I'm getting rid of is social media. You know, and that might seem drastic to some. Or maybe it's like the habit I'm getting rid of is keeping my phone in the bedroom because I don't want to scroll mindlessly before I fall asleep or first thing in the morning. These are your daily habits. Our daily habits make up how we feel, how we move through our day, and our whole life is just made up of our days. So if we can improve our daily habits, improve our days and make sure they're tracking towards our best big life, you're going to change and shape your whole life, which I think is incredible. So list out some daily habits that will propel you forward. And if you're feeling extra self-aware, list out some of the daily habits that actually hold you back or keep you stuck. You know, so maybe your version of a best relationship is really respectful and resentment free, but you have this habit each and every day of taking a bit of a dig at your partner. That's something that could be keeping you stuck or holding you back. After that, I want to ask you, Is there help or outsourcing or upskilling that you need to engage in so that you can actually meet this next version of yourself? So what I mean by that, again, keeping it realistic because it would be like, oh, yes, lovely to write down, write down. Well, I need a full time daycare uh, carer (laughs) to move in. I need a housekeeper. I need a personal chef. I need a personal trainer. But that's probably not going to be realistic for anyone that I know and certainly not for me. But what help or outsourcing or upskilling do you need to meet this next version of yourself that is realistic for you? So I know one for me was actually finding a babysitter locally. I've never had a babysitter for the boys. Oh, sorry. When they were two or three, we did have one of their daycare teachers mind them when we had events and stuff. Um, But like in the last four or five years, they've never had a babysitter because I just live my whole life around the rotation of when they're with me versus when they're not. But having a partner and being like, oh, actually, there are things sometimes that fall on the days when we have the boys and I do want to go to them and I want my partner to feel like that is important as well. I mean, nothing will ever be more important than the kids, but I think you know what I'm saying. And so recently that was something I realized like, oh, My best version of a relationship of feeling like I'm important, he's important, the things we're doing are important and actually taking time for ourselves requires that I'm going to have to set aside some resources, some money. And I kind of hate spending money on a babysitter because it ends up just being such an expensive night. But when you look at your actual best life version and you compare it to where you are, That's something that then made sense. Like, oh, I've got to find a sitter. We have no family down here. I don't have any other choice. I've got to find a sitter. Upskilling or outsourcing, you know, maybe the upskilling that could be like, huh, in my career, I'm sitting at a one or a two and I want to get to a nine. I need to do a course to get myself up to that point where I feel like I can then move on to the next thing. Outsourcing again, it could be like your business sitting at a two or a three. But if only you had someone who was helping you um, pack orders. So maybe you're going to outsource that and get someone in and bring on your first staff member. 
What's the outsourcing or the upskilling? And the upskilling could be doing a parenting course. It could be getting yourself one of our kind parenting company toddler life programs because it's like, you know what? The gap in how I'm parenting from my reality feels very big right now. And I want to understand what's going on for my toddler. Maybe it's free courses that you can listen to online or talks that you can visit in your community, books you can borrow from your library. But what are the things that are going to help you to install those habits, to reaffirm those beliefs and to keep coming back to knowing what it is that you need for yourself and knowing that you deserve what it is that you want for your best big life. I know that's a lot in a fairly short episode, but I hope it's really helpful. So just a reminder, you get to choose, you get to be in the driver's seat of your own life. And I know that can feel incredibly overwhelming, but it can also be incredibly exciting and rewarding. You get to have the white space in your life to actually get clarity on what it is that you want. You can do that. You can manage it. I know it can seem hard, but give yourself time and space to get clarity. Audit where you're at currently with your life. And while you're actually on the auditing, have a little think about where you're spending your resources and do they match up and align with what it is that you want from your best life? You know, if you go, oh, health is a really big one for me or socializing is a big one, but actually all of our money is going to our mortgage, that could be out of alignment for you. And maybe it's like, you know what, we're going to downgrade We're going to rent somewhere cheaper and we're going to have that cash freed up because experiences and traveling and socializing is more important. Compare where your resources are being spent and resources, money, time, energy, focus, conversation, all of that stuff. They're all resources. Do they match up with what's important to you? Do that auditing exercise where you rate each area of your life and you can see where your doing really well and if that matches with your best life. Do your she is and your I am journaling free writing activity. I am in my best life. It's really powerful to just connect with that and what does that look like? Write down each area of your big best life and write that book blurb. Make it really colorful for me. Tell me all about what it means to you. The more detail, the better. Get clarity on those actions that you need to take and book them in. Pull the trigger, get it done. Define the daily habits that are going to be important to you in propelling you forward. And notice the things that are going to hold you back or keep you stuck. And again, this is all about just getting to know yourself. We have this one precious life. You have a birthright to get to know yourself and have your needs met and to hear those desires. Don't forget to ask yourself what help or outsourcing or upskilling do I need to assist me in getting to that next version of myself? I know those are some big questions, but they're important. Something that I think is worth considering as well is your consumption. 
What are the things you are consuming? And I don't mean eating or drinking. I mean, what are the things you're consuming energetically and accepting? Where are you needing boundaries? And I go into this in our Venti members episode. It's called Level Up for 2023. That's going to be available for our Venti members. If you're not sure what I'm talking about, Aventi members, it's a members only area. You get a bonus podcast every single week on a Wednesday, but you also get every single podcast, including these main episodes, completely ad and sponsorship free. You also receive monthly journaling prompts as well. You get exclusive offers, discounts, that sort of stuff. So our Venti members, we're doing our best life reset for the whole month of January. And that first episode is about leveling up. What are the things you can do? Who are the people? How do you actually find people and situations that expand you and pull you forward? That's a solo episode that's coming for our Venti members. Make sure you do sign up if you do want to make this your best year yet. This is your chance. It's your best life reset. The link is in our show notes. I hope that you jump on over. We've got some really great episodes for January. And then February is a big focus on desire. I'm talking like we've got Australia's leading sexologist chatting to us about all sorts of sealed section things. But before we get to desire, we're going to focus on our best life reset. And that's happening for our Venti members. I look forward to speaking with you more. I really appreciate you listening to this episode and I hope it's been very helpful. Make sure you do take the time to actually do those exercises I suggested in this episode. Put pen to paper, see what comes up for you. Give yourself that really nice white space because you deserve it. You definitely deserve it. All right, I'll talk to you soon. This is what I want. This is what I need. If you don't have to go, I can set you free. Are you going to make a move? Are you going to?